cliffcentral.com Should know I hate waiting, I got no patience. Go. Right now, man, I'm trying to get out the matrix, far from the agents. Go. Trying to stay far from the devil in the red dress, far from the pagans. Go. Only time, man, are going to see me again is if I share location. Good morning. Now, that is how you get into a Friday. Yeah. That is it. Hey? Some telling. No more you. Christmas music, really. No, we got <laughs> still got the Christmas music going, so we're going to have to. <laughs> we'll have to fix that. Slide out of that, Dory. You know, you, gotta, you can't go cold turkey. No. That's what all the psychologists and psychiatrists say. So. Hmm. Great to be here. Dory, what's happening? Hey, MKT, what's happening with oh, you? Oh, man, I am feeling better. So yesterday... Can we just, can we just address the elephant in the room? Let's, uh, let's do it. Where's Pinky? <laughs> Pinky's on her way, I'm sure. It must, be, it must be... Look, she's weaning herself off Christmas. She'll mm. be here in a bit. You know, she's still in Cape Town mode. Having, yeah. having lived Hang in Cape on. Town. Where's Black Coffee? <laughs> so, yes, they both haven't been seen today. <laughs> so Twitter is ablaze with the rumors. If that if that makes no sense to you, it's because you missed yesterday's show. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. If you didn't listen yesterday, Pinky's probably getting married to the now single Black Coffee. So, so yeah, yes, I'm feeling so, good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling. You're I'm feeling, feeling good now. Whew. Tell us what happened yesterday. Sorry, let's just get into it, hey? guys. Mm. So I don't want to whinge this early in the morning. Well, you did say yesterday you were a gogo, so let's let's uh, hear yeah. it. I, I said I'd be a good granny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. So I get home. Remember, uh, so we were here after after the show yesterday, and I told you there was like something happening in my arm. Remember? Yeah, you were like just standing there going, "My arm's gone numb," what? And, and it's cold. And you even went and held it next to the urn <laughs> in the office, and I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> so that only like escalated when I got home, right? I was worried about you. I was like, oh my God, if I go to Dr. Google, is it going to tell me you're having a stroke? What? I, I was terrified. I was like, I don't know what to do about this. So what's the terrifying part? The fact that I'm having a stroke or the fact that now you're responsible for taking me to the... Both. That- <laughs> oh man, Pinky's just joined this morning, Pinky. Um, so, so yeah, I get home and now it's like... So I walk home, right? I, I live like not, not too far down the road. and. Mm-hmm. I'm walking and my, and my arm's getting progressively worse. But now it starts to get painful. So I'm like, oh my goodness, maybe I am having a stroke. You know, we're, we're all doctors. So mm-hmm. I think, okay, cool. I'm going to get home, nap. I'm not really a medicine guy. I haven't taken medicine in a long time. So t- uh, got home. Oh my goodness, sorry. So from about 45 minutes after I get home, then it's like debilitating pain, right? Like yeah. I can't even- Do you feel like somebody, did you feel like somebody was stabbing you? Do you know what? I felt, uh, yeah, that's probably a good sense, uh, good, yeah. good way to put it. So it was like on the inside of my bicep is, yeah. is where the pain started. Right. So I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the end. Oh my goodness, there's so much I haven't done. Mm-hmm. Went full on dramatic. But the pain was so bad that I had to go outside to my swimming pool and have my arm hanging in there. It was the only way I could not like bear it. Wow. Oh, it was. You didn't dreadful. have an ice pack, Andy? Uh, there was, <laughs> I tried everything, ice pack, heat pack. Oh, it was awful. Then I thought, okay, let me just get some sleep. Oh, my goodness. In no position can I sleep. Mm. And it was like stinging. Mm. Oh, so horrid afternoon. Horrid afternoon. So then I phoned a medical professional who is in the family right. and loves me. Oh, mommy dearest, of course. Mm-hmm. The one who you were dissing yesterday on the show. I think this might be karmic. 
Look, I didn't, I wasn't dissing her. For those who didn't <laughs> listen yesterday, all I said was, Mom, I look forward to disappointing you for the next decade, because uh, I think she thinks I'm going to get married pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, she asked the symptoms. I'm like, okay, yeah, inside of my, inside of my bicep, uh, wrist, and I can't, so today I still can't feel my, my pinky. Mm. Uh, which is not the pinky in studio, by the way. She's not my pinky. I mean, my <laughs> literal pinky on my hand and my uh, ring finger on my yeah. left hand. So, Well, that's because you're not getting married anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I can just get this. Uh, so the, this left hand uh, ring finger might as well be chopped off. Yeah. It's, it's redundant. Yeah. Yeah. So the universe telling you, well, fine. You don't want to use it. I'm going to take it. That's, that is exactly comic stuff. Hey? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, what was the diagnosis? So uh, she says, yeah, look, uh, so my mom's very, uh, like, just get on with it. You know, mm. you know, she's not like one of these. Harden the, yeah, the F up, basically. Chopper read. She turns all chopper read. <laughs> so, um, she's like, okay, this, that. So she knew, she kind of knew what it was before I, I, I even knew. So I said, mm. numb, numb index finger, ring finger, da da da. She's like, oh, no, that's fine. It's a trapped nerve. I'm like, no, excuse me? Mm-hmm. That is not fine. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So get on with it. But, what really knocked it out the park was I've got the greatest roommates in the world, Dory. Lucky. In the world. They're so good uh, to me. So they were looking after me. So to Safdar and Chantal, thank you very much for for nursing me. I was a human baby yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, Listen, dude, I've had a trapped nerve in my back and it felt like somebody was stabbing me. And so I, I literally feel your pain. Yeah. Because it is unbearable. And I'm terrible. Usually when I see people in pain, I'm like, oh, just get on with mm, it. So, no, that is a, that is a paralyzing pain. Oh, to everyone I've ever dissed or called you a, a lame or whatever I've called you, I'm, I'm so sorry because I was humbled yesterday, Dory. Mm. But how did you recuperate? Um, so eventually I took medicine. Like I really, I'm against it. And I, mm. I, I, I got one of those desperate, uh, desperate measures. Desperate times call for desperate measures. I mean, oh, I, I would have taken a wife yesterday if it, may, it was going to make me feel better. That's how desperate I was. And, um, yeah, heat pack in the money. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's back again now. So I'm probably, I, I might have to go and see a, uh, a doctor of sorts. You need a caro. They'll stick a needle in and you'll be done. All right. Well, trust me. If there's any doctors out there, uh, Dory says I should just go to the um, the Cairo and uh, that'll be okay. Pinky, how are you doing? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? Yeah. yeah. No, solid. Solid. How was your day yesterday? Oh, flip. I got home. I slept for like six hours straight. <laughs> you see, I tried to avoid that. I was like, no, I'm not going to nap. I'm rather going to get an early night. Mm. Oh, no, Dory, but you were so tired. I was dead. I was so dead. Yeah. But uh, when I left here, I went and uh, got myself a, a Coca-Cola. Shout out to branding, but like, it's the only thing that got me through the day. But then by like about four o'clock yesterday afternoon, I was like, no, I can't. And I just lay down on the bed and the world disappeared. And I woke and up at up? seven. So I had a three hour, a serious three hour oh. last night, which is why I ended up going to bed very late again. Oh. But I feel much better today. Oh, same here. Hey? These early mornings would, would kill me if I had to do them all the time though. <laughs> like really like props to the team. <laughs> it's like not, not my life. Mm. <laughs> Somebody was saying to me uh, that it is a weird way to like make a living. It's to be up before the sun's the sun's mm. up and get to work. Yeah, but it's yeah. probably the best way, hey. Because mm. I mean, look, Gareth and C and them are done by eight eight o'clock, so you still have like the whole day ahead of you if you're just doing yeah. the show. That's if, a good point. Yeah. yeah, but if you if you're a morning person, like I just get too tired. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Really? So you you don't do mornings? Mm-mm. How did that? I can't work? exercise in the morning. Mm. Like the earliest gym class I go to, uh, there's a boxing class I go to on Sundays. It's at 
Let's see. And that's the <laughs> earliest time I'm ever getting to gym ever. You see, I've been to the 6 a.m. gym mm-hmm. class. Yeah, but you're on. an early riser. Yeah, and that's that's good for me. Anything mm. later, uh, I'm not going to go. I'm useless in the mornings. Really? Yeah. Pretty useless, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I think we, we... I'm a late night owl, which is why like, I'm, I'm at my best at about 11 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that your peak? <laughs> Pretty much. So if your family wants to get the best of you, they've got to stay up... Debilitating you. Oh, I'm, I'm the early one in the family. Oh, really? I go to bed before everyone. Well, I mean, except for during school time. During sure. school time, my daughter does go to bed early. Yeah. But now with school holidays, she's like 3 a.m. She's still busy. I, I get up this morning. I see she signed into a Gmail at 3 a.m. Because um, our accounts are linked. So I see when she signs in. You know, got to keep an eye on the on the kidlets. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah so, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm the early owl in the family. They're the late owls. Wow. Yeah. Dory, um, so we've got. Yeah. So speaking of kidlets. Yeah. I was actually listening to this really cool new parenting podcast yesterday um, that I've just discovered. And I know I'm the only parent in the room, but let me tell you, when you enter this life, the best thing you can find are honest parents, parents who are not going to give you any of the bullshit, who are not going to say, oh, it's so wonderful and we don't discipline in any way because we don't want to harm their creativity, <laughs> etc. You need the honest parents. And I've discovered this amazing podcast. It's called Good Kids, How Not to Raise an Asshole. Wonderful name. And uh, the first episode I listened to yesterday was by a woman named Jamie Sullivan. She's so, she is some sort of local star on some small network in the USA. Okay. But what really made her famous was she did a, a Facebook post, I think it was last year sometime, that went completely viral, where she tells a story about she's got three kids and she's really trying to raise them to be polite, nice kids. And she was drumming it into their heads. Like, you know, if you if somebody gives you something, you say, please, you say, thank you. This is just what you do. Sure. So kids were, I think, uh, five, seven, and eight at the time. She takes them for ice cream to Dairy Queen. Sure. And they're very excited. Cause, you know, oh, ice cream. When you're a kid, ice cream is like uh, the most exciting thing in your even, life. Even as an adult, I find Possibly, ice cream yes. <laughs> so she takes them to Dairy Queen and they get their ice cream and they don't even look at the waitress. They don't say thank you, nothing. <laughs> they very excitedly grab their ice creams and they run outside. And she walks outside after them, takes their ice creams and throws them in the bin. Mm. Yeah. And the kids are like, See, that's gonna what is happening? <laughs> mm-hmm. What is going on? Yeah. Has mom gone crazy? It's always good to show your kids that you're just a teeny bit crazy. Yeah. You know, you've got to put a little bit of fear in yeah. there. Trust me on this. I Trust me on this. Yeah, you got to do it. And she posted about it on Facebook and people really attacked her. They said she traumatized her kids. She was the most mean mom in America. Mm-hmm. She really got like a lot of flack over. She got a lot of support as well from other moms. Yeah. But she said, you know, she said it was really worthwhile because they have been the most polite kids ever since. Like they have never forgotten to say thank you since they are, especially with like, you know, service staff. You know, she's like, these are people. These are people who are doing a job. Don't ignore them. Look them in the eye. See them. You've got to see these people who are serving you. Yeah. And she said, like, it really did work out in the end. They've never... They've never made that mistake again, basically. But anyway, so she got a lot of shit over that. And then now she did this podcast. She's, she's, she's not the host of this podcast. What it is, from what I understand, is that it's a different mom or different parent every week oh, okay. telling their story. So this was just the first episode. But I just wanted to play a little bit of it. To You need to hear what honest honest parenting is really about. All right. Well, let's, uh, let, let's hear what she's got to say. 
And parenting is fucking exhausting. It is exhausting to follow through. Following through as a parent is the most exhausting thing in the world. When you make idle threats to your children, it decreases their respect for you. So you have to follow through. If you say like, if you disrespect me one more time, I'm taking your iPad for the weekend. Now you fucked yourself because the truth is now you get no time because now your kid's following you around the house for 48 hours going, I'm so bored. Play with me. Can I have my iPad? You're just like, shut up. So that's her. Uh, yeah, I just wanted you to play a little bit more of that, and then we'll we'll chat. You can't that try is to be their friend. So you're going to have some weekends where you literally want to chew your own eyeballs because you have to follow Wait, through. Wait, let's go back a bit. That's why every time my husband's like, before you make an idle threat, run it past me. Because if it's going <laughs> to debilitate my life and ruin my weekend, I need to know. I'm like, fair enough. But we're on the same page. That, like, we can't focus on being their friends. Yes, I want my kids to think I'm cool, but at the end of the day, it's okay if they don't. Yeah. yeah. And there you have it. That is it. It's hey? basically that whole thing of like, you're a parent, you're not a friend. Yeah. Do, do you know what my favorite part of people with, um, without kids? They, uh, they, they've always got the most advice, right, Dory? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But every single dickhead knows what's right for someone else's kids, right? Because of what they've read. Oh, I read it on Google <laughs> and my spiritual advisor told me. <laughs> like, shut up, dickhead. Unless you've got kids. Yeah. The last thing I want to hear from you is how you should be treating kids. Uh, I had all sorts of ideas about about what kind of mom I was going to be before I had my kid. Everyone's the perfect parent uh, until they are All parent. the plans. All the plans. <laughs> said to my husband, the kid is never sleeping in the bed with us ever. Yeah. You. Until he had the kid. When that kid is sick and not and won't stop crying, sure, you put that kid in the bed with you because it's the only way you're going to get any sleep. Oh, but man. now talking about the people who don't have kids and their parenting advice and so on. So I don't have I don't have any kids, but mm. my sister has three kids, mm-hmm. and I've been there from yeah. the pregnancy to up until now. Mm. Yeah, so like I super do know, I do know something about kids, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying my my parenting mm. is the best, but I know what to do. To a point where when they when they are naughty, she calls me. Mm. Like yeah. I'm the one that's going to instill the discipline. You're the disciplinarian. Exactly. <laughs> like even now in Cape Town, like everything, I was setting everything, the time to wake up, the cleaning, who cleans where, who does this, you know, mm. and she leaves it up to me. So I don't think you need to have kids to know a little bit about parenting mm. or something about parenting. No, fair, but fair yeah. enough. I, th- I think so. I, I would, maybe that works in some dimension. But yeah. if, if I don't have kids... And I've never helped, had to deal with a child throwing up at three in the morning as mm. a baby. Mm. I don't want to hear from you. If you, mm. if you. Like, if you don't have kids, don't tell me what to do with my kids. Go, <laughs> go away. Or if you've got a womb, get your own child and put your own rule. Yeah. I, so I completely agree with what Pinky's saying. You know, yeah. it takes a village and Pinky brings her edge and helps the family and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, do, do you know the types of people I'm talking about though? Like everything that happens. Yeah. Oh, well, mm. on the internet. Have done this. Mm. Uh, do this. Oh. Why do you do? Yeah. What, no, well, I while you. I was pregnant, um, the job I was at at the, at the time, yep. there were like eight of us pregnant at the same time. No. There's something in the water. It was deaf. Well, there was something going on. <laughs> out, I, I knew but women the, synced, every, synced no, other there things. There really was that. something going on. And I mean, even the day that I had my child, that at the hospital on that day, there were 16 births on that day. And the nurses were saying, Oh my God, like we're just, we're having the worst day. And I was like, wow. And they were like, well, on average, there's usually four or five births a day. Oh, wow. And that day there were 16. So I got like no attention in hospital when I had my baby. I was, it was all I had to like figure out. I had never changed a nappy before in my life. I had to figure it out. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> there was nobody to help, but, um, the thing is, so, so, yeah, so a lot of my colleagues were pregnant at the same time and, and, and the one was like, 
Yeah, so I'm going to be using those like eco-nappy things. Uh, I'm not going to be buying disposables. Sure. And I was like thinking, oh, that's, then maybe I must look into that. And you, you just don't know anything. You're kind of taking everything in about, oh, maybe I should look into that. Maybe I should. Mm-hmm. And you end up buying so much stuff and that you're like, oh, I need to try this and I need to do this. And then you figure out your own path mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. You really do. Like I bought a lot of stuff that I was kind of convinced by other moms. And in the end, it was like, Mm-mm, you got to figure it out your own way. And it's hard. It is so hard. I was so grateful that just before I did it, I had good friends mm. who said to me straight, it is the hardest thing you will ever do. Mm-hmm. It's not just about exhaustion. It's about mental exhaustion because you're trying to keep something alive. Yeah. You're not only not having sleep. <laughs> it's not like you're partying all night and not having sleep. Sure. You're trying to keep something alive while having no sleep. Yeah. You know, so it's like just really, really bad. And I mean, I've, I had friends who said to me, you will say, oh, my God, what the fuck have we done? This is the, this was the biggest mistake ever. And sure. don't worry if you feel that because it's okay to feel that. Yeah. And I was so grateful that they said all that to me because we totally went through that. Mm. <laughs> you know, and, and you might think, oh, my God, it's not – I can't have these thoughts. This is not, not right. Mm. But, yeah, honest parenting. It's oh. like for the win. All right. So um, got a message here, Dori. Mm. See who this is from. Uh, what is it is? Anushka. Anushka mm. says, what's the name of the podcast? It's called Good Kids. Um, and then like the pay off line type thing is how not to raise an asshole. So Good Kids, how not to raise an asshole. Yeah. And that is my, uh, that's probably one of the biggest reasons I don't have kids. Mm. Because I remember what I was like vividly from around about, I've been rebellious since I was five years old. Oh my goodness. And oh. Little monsters. Yeah, that karma's going to come back at you, hey? Oh, let me tell you something. Every time I see my mother now, I just think, how are you alive? How are you, how did you survive this thing for at least like 10 years? Mm -hmm. No, it's it's unbelievable. Parenting's not for everyone. It's not for for sissies. But you know about the whole instilling fear? Mm -hmm. I completely agree with you about that one. (laughs) Like, I'm so with you. And I think I learned it from my mom, you know? I actually saw it, I think it was on Oprah or something oh. many years ago. Well, then it must be true. She was talking to a bunch of moms about their like parenting secrets mm. or whatever. And the one mom was like, you've got to make them just the teeniest bit scared of you. Yeah. You've got to like kind of one day go in there and like lose your shit completely. Yeah. And they've got to just have that little bit of fear. <laughs> you know, uh, otherwise you lose control. That's true. <laughs> so, Pink, it sounds like you went through with your mom. Yeah. To tell us uh, where you learned it from. You were just saying that. Look, so I think I saw my mom crazy once. It was this one time I got home after like 6 p.m. And she just lost it with me. And that was the last time that she lost it with me. Went crazy, shouted or anything. Yeah. But that's because from that day on, I was like, do not get that side out of her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I haven't seen it with my sister. I think yeah, my sister's kids take advantage so that I'm the one that's going to come and steal that fear. You know? I got you. So even recently, my little brother, he's 18 now. So I guess he's not that little anymore. He stole the car, my sister's car. Uh-huh. So they only told me when I got to Bloom what happened. And I was sitting in the living room. They all day. Oh, and my niece uh, went out to a party. She snuck out to a party. At what age? So she's 14. Oh, wow. Yeah, but look, I was also sneaking out at 14. Yeah, who wasn't? Yeah, so it's Jeez, not you're a bunch shocker. of rebels, eh? <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a shocker, but where they went was my issue, you know? They went to like some club in, well, not really a club, some club in Bloom, you know? Mm-hmm. So I got there, I was 
calm when I got there. Like voice was really low. The next thing <laughs> I just went crazy. To the quiet, low, threatening voice. Went crazy. I contacted my little brother. Like it was quite hectic. I was mm. just looking at him. Like, why did you take the car? You know, like I told him everything about like his life, how we raised him up until and you've now. You gotta say, listen, anything you think you're doing. I've done it all. Look, then I told him, I've done it all. I'm like, you're 18. You don't have a license. You steal the car. If anything happens, we can't Mm. even claim insurance. So I want you to know that I will make sure that you get into prison Mm. and I will make sure that bail is denied. I'll be there on that day to make sure it's denied. And then he starts crying. Then I woke up to him. I woke up. I'm like, listen, I don't care about your tears. Like, yeah. I just, I want you to know that. I P- want think you you're going to be the most awesome mom. I just, I, seriously, you're, you're momming it already. Wow. <laughs> so he just stood there and he's crying. And I'm like, <laughs> and then I had to move on to my niece and she's already crying. So I'm like, what am I going to say to her? <laughs> she's already seen what's coming. <laughs> you know what I'd do if I were you? There's, there's, a, there's probably a business opportunity here. You, you could be like the disciplinarian person, like the Uber you know, you could uh-huh. be like an Uber. Like if you need your kids properly disciplined, just Uber Pinky in. She'll be She'll there. Come in with a low I voice. Like, <laughs> I feel like because I'm also not a parent, it's probably easier for me. Because sometimes, because it's your child, you have that, oh, yeah. maybe I'm being a bit too harsh. Oh, you know? no, totally. It's very hard. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly like that clip that we played. It is sometimes so hard to do the follow through. Mm. Mm. It mm. is really, I mean, and, and, but the thing is. Kids can be so manipulative. Yeah. So they're like crying. Going, ah. <laughs> but they, they, they don't really mean it some of the time. Yes. Like, I mean, I'm not saying all the time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah they can really manipulate you out <laughs> of and make you feel so bad. Kids, huh? But yeah, no, instill the fear. Mm. Yeah. There it is. That's a good, I, I, I think that's the, that's the way to do it. Instill mm. the instill parenting the, lesson of the day. Yeah. 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 Your parents, uh, do you know, like in the, um, in the mines, You've always got the like foreman or whatever, the guy who's telling everyone, mm-hmm. you need that edge. Like I'm about to send you down into the dungeon if you don't. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Pinky, I like your, I think I like your approach. I like your approach. So, um, so listen, guys, we just come off the holidays, mm. Dory, and I know you are like a, a series movie watching fiend. Are, yeah. are you into series, Pinky, movies? I was actually telling Dory yesterday that the past um, five, six, seven years, mm-hmm. I've just been studying. So, the books I've been reading, the things I've been watching were all law related. Yeah. Except for Modern Family and I'll squeeze in some New Girl and that's about it. <laughs> and okay. I mean, like, those are the only series that I'd even rewatch. But anything new, I just couldn't afford to fit in. Oh, it must be a pleasure to work with Dory then because you know Dory comes yeah. every... And I, love I, t- I tell her the whole story. And yeah, love she loves spoilers. spoilers. So she wants me to tell her the whole story. <laughs> and she'll still go and watch. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I'll still go watch. <laughs> all right, yeah. well, um, Dory, do you want to mm. maybe... Um, Talk to me about your favorite that you've watched, whether it's in the mm. past or... Yeah, well, I mean, one of the things that I was telling Pinky about a few months ago, my mom has been nagging me actually for like months and months to watch the show on Netflix called Outlander. And um, we both love time travel stuff. So she was like, oh, it's time travel. You've got to watch it. And I was like, oh, eventually I was like, okay, one day I was like, okay, I'll, I'll watch it. And whoa, I started it and I got so sucked into that first season. It was epic. And it was mm. hectic. That first season was really hectic. Oh, yeah? And I told Pinky the whole story and she was like, and then she read ahead and then yeah. she gave me a spoiler, which really <laughs> annoyed me because I hate spoilers. <laughs> she was like reading ahead on, on Wikipedia and she's like, oh my goodness. Oh, guess what happens? And I was like, nah. Anyway, um, so I'm now, um, I'm three seasons in. The second season was a bit of, a bit slow, not mm-hmm. as good as the first, but then the third one picked up again. It's a really good show because it's, yeah, it's kind of like a mix of, the whole olden day thing with a bit of sci-fi thrown in because there's the time travel element. Sure. So it kind of goes between 
the 1700s in rural Scotland. All right. And then the modern day, when I say that in inverted commas, because it starts out in the modern day, but the modern day is actually just after the Second World War. So it's like the 1940s. Also in Scotland. Uh, well, yeah, well, that's kind of where it starts, but then it also moves to America at one point, and then it goes through to like the 1950s in America. So it's still old. It's not like modern times at all. But yeah, there's that whole little like, time travel element to it. And it's, it's very compelling. And oof, the guy, yeah, the guy, the much. Scottish guy, yeah. guys, yeah. you want some eye candy, Outlander. <laughs> yeah. I showed Pinky pictures. She was like, mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Outlander. Uh, Outlander is really cool. Uh, yeah. It's probably more for girls. It's okay. like a bit of a girly one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but, 2020 uh, though. You know, yeah. uh, no, we don't do binary. No, I'm just, I think, I think we must be honest. I think we must be honest about <laughs> things. We, we, there is gender bias when it comes to TV shows. Like I have male friends who go, I don't understand why my girlfriend or wife watches Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, because it's not for you. Mm. Grey's Anatomy is not for boys. It's not. It's a soap opera set mm. in a hospital. Grey's Anatomy is the most painful thing. There you go. I have ever endured it, it okay. and I only did like a few episodes because um, as with most things I, I really liked this girl at a stage and we were at a ski resort at the time mm-hmm. and yeah, oh my god but that is like throw me off a bridge kind of painful stuff. no 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 I mean there are certain things oh. where you know like with me and, me and my husband there's a lot of stuff we watch together and there's certain things that we just watch separately mm-hmm. when he wants he wants to watch his hectic horror stuff mm-hmm. he must go and do that because I don't do horror, that what do you mean Oh, he likes all these, like, they're called Disturbo films, where they're, like, very gory and very psychologically damaging. He oh, loves yeah. that kind of stuff. It's yeah. like, I, if I didn't know that he was, you know, sane, I'd be a bit worried. <laughs> but uh, and, and how do you know he's sane? Because he just hasn't killed you yet. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's hope, right? But he did, I was telling Abulele yesterday, he did get me to watch a horror movie over the holidays called It Follows. Oh my god! Because he was like, "No, no, no! It's not! It's not real horror! It's just, it's psychological." Now I do like psychological, like thriller, thriller type things. Yeah. That movie got in my head so badly. Yeah, it was horrific. It really was horrific. But Don't, yeah, subtle and horrific. Yeah, let's talk about that a little later because uh, you gave me the the full rundown yesterday. Well, mm. we'll we'll keep throwing it in. Do, do okay. you have any favorite series? Um, look, it's definitely New Girl. Okay. And <laughs> because it's all she's watched yeah, in the last five the years. <laughs> but the humor gets to me. Like, New Girl is definitely I it. I still haven't tried New Girl. Oh, I love it. Love it. But, uh, There's yeah. a character I've heard from good New things. Girl, uh, Schmidt. Yeah. He is so funny. Like, uh, he, uh, and Modern Family. Mm-hmm. And I think the third one was, um, kind of life, life in pieces. I enjoyed, I don't know if you guys know it. No. Mm-mm, no. Similar humor to New Girl. So those are my, yeah. Cool. Go to. Okay. Oh, I've seen cool. one of those. I've seen Modern Family, which is okay. not but not you, my vibe. But, but you know, but now like, so I enjoyed like the first five seasons of mm-hmm. Modern Family. After that, I was like, ah, yeah, I, I pretty much it. gave up around season five. Actually, it yeah, was just like, got a bit, got a bit much. Yeah, kind of. That's about where so I, I gave enjoy it up. season one to five. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, yeah the first season like, was the best. I mean, it was really epic and it was something new and. It was good, but eh. The Americans take it to the limit. They always have to have 22 episodes and it's always 11 seasons. (laughs) Like, there's only so much character depth you can have, right? Mm. Well, Grey's Anatomy is now on season 16. Oh my God. (laughs) And you must know each season has like 20 something episodes. It's, 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 it's it's never going to end. It's it's still the same lady. It is the same lady. And I mean, I really like her. Don't get me wrong, but I think that. She's probably just like, okay, I'm just going to do this for the rest of my life now. She's now producing it. I see she's on the produced by. She's always there. Makeup. She's also producing. You know, there's a whole bunch of those, those like, 
what do we call them? Medical drama, first responder drama. There's the fire station one and the, the you know, those rescue 911 type things. <laughs> I don't know. So like, yeah, so she's involved with a bunch of those, oh which is just, what is it like the over dramatic? Oh my God. Do they still have those terrible monologues where a character will go, Oh yeah. I care. I care. <laughs> I care because. Oh. Grey's Anatomy is It's like my guilty pleasure Grey's Anatomy It really is It's like I can see how bad it is But I can't stop watching It's like You know oh, It makes me want to do A Vincent Van Gogh Just chop both of my ears off <laughs> And end it all but I do uh, have one other Really Really good recommendation though Well go ahead um, Series also on Netflix Called You Yeah Oh okay Yeah is it Season 2 now right? Yeah so I just finished Season 2 last night Whoa, that show is so full of twists. Oh it's yeah It's so good It's also got a bit of a monologue A bit of a voiceover narration thing Which can be a bit annoying, I have to be honest. Like, it took me a while to get into it because it's like, oh, this is really annoying. But it's just really clever storytelling mm-hmm. and really well done. I was, I was really like, couldn't stop watching it last night. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So for oh, me, that's a I think every, everything pales in comparison to um, Game of Thrones, Ugh. except the last season. So spoiler alert, I'm sorry, I'm going to do it. Yeah, share the spoilers. <laughs> the last season Spoiler alert for anyone Who hasn't watched Game of Thrones uh, yet <laughs> you, you know You're going to watch Until I think Is 8 or 9 seven. The last season Watch them up until 7 Leave 8 the, uh, Pinky we couldn't agree more It's like The the writers Who wrote the first 7 seasons Died <laughs> And were buried In the middle of the desert To make sure nobody Could resurrect them Mm-hmm it goes so bad in the last season. Game of Thrones, and I invest, do you know why I'm so emotional about this? I invested so many Look, years. Same here. That's the other one. I forgot about that. I, I used to squeeze that in. Oh. <laughs> I, so we invest, between Pinky and I, we invested eight years of our lives yeah. Yeah. for you to basically come and freaking take a dump on our lives with the last season. As I even got to a point where I think I watched it back. <laughs> Just to understand some other parts Like oh is this what happened yes. Is this why this happened you know Yes oh. Yeah I used to re the previous season Just before to the new season hey, yeah. yes. And then Game of Thrones at the end it, You get to season 8 and Which I haven't watched What I know is from the spoilers So maybe just don't <laughs> yeah, Don't so do I was it. like oh, screw yeah. it I no. know it's going to happen no, so no 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 I was like nope Yeah but, I watched about the first 10 minutes of the episode 1 And I was like this isn't for me Game of Thrones And I get so much judgment from friends about this Yeah what are you talking but about? You, see, you have to watch it. I'm like, but I know what I like and I know I'm not going to like it. So it's you not see, for me. Look, I also tried to watch it. I, I tried the first episode and I was, I watched for like 15 minutes or so. Stopped and I was like, it's not for me. Mm. Went back again, forced mm. myself and I was hooked. Yeah. Do you know what Game of Thrones, the secret is you have to work your way through the first seven episodes because they're trying to introduce so many characters mm. that you have to just get through the grind. So, you know, and I think most people's fear is that it's going to be all magic and I'm not like into that. But there's so little magic. It's so well written mm. that I, I'm glad I endured it. But the last season. Oh. And I mean, was it in the first episode where they killed, um, was it Rob Stark? No, uh, no, no the, yeah, the, the father. The hey. father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, that's it, what it was got few... me because I was like, there aren't any heroes yeah, yeah. here. Like, it was a few episodes. Anyone then. can die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, listen, uh, great show. So, Dory, you is what you're saying, huh? Yeah, it's called you. Because now, so guys, you got your uh, a little bit of advice on parenting because I know now what holidays are over. Most people in the world are getting divorced now, so your your partner's giving kids back. So now you know how to be a good parent. Dory, that uh, that podcast name once more. Good kids, how not to raise an asshole. Good kids, how not to raise an asshole, guys. We once again we've got great music, so we'll be back on the other side of all of these. I 
I appreciate it when you get your 80s on in Bolero. Telling you, Cindy Lauper, that is a classic, guys. <laughs> that is a that is a throwback. I love that song. So mm-hmm. I intentionally today we had an all ladies lineup up front. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine yesterday said I was too hard on the feminists. She said uh, she said I need to relax, relax your bones. She said so. I went all ladies. Now they can't be upset, guys. You cannot be upset. We went all three ladies up front. Mm-hmm. Do you know what song I loved? Was mm-hmm. that Cleo Soul? Why don't you? I didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that song. And that's uh, a good song. So there's a um, a page on YouTube. It's called Color, mm. and it's all these underground artists, and that's where I found her. Ah, yeah, it's Color's that French one where they rap in a studio. Yeah. Yes, very yeah. very cool. If you haven't seen that, go and mm. check that out. Uh, it's kind of like what uh, if you into British rap, Charlie Sloth does Fire in the Booth, but it's got a. Yeah, it covers more more than just rap music. But anyway, and they've had some local talent like Shoma Josie. Mm. So yeah, oh, she's so out. cool. Mm. Hey, did you ever see the? Um, it, it was her with the John Cena. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that. Oh. Did you see when she met John Cena on Listen, Kelly Clarkson? Twitter yeah. was going crazy. I think yeah. I even shared it here. <laughs> no, it was amazing. Man. That was like one of the highlights of the yeah, uh, no, to say. 2019 highlights. Hey? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I like her. She's so comfortable in her own skin, mm-hmm. and she's she's representing where she's from. You know, yeah. no pr- overproduction. Village, yeah. Limpopo, and, yeah, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah, before that, Amory and uh, girls want to have fun. Cindy Lapa, of course, uh, bringing us back. Um, so, what were we saying? I was talking to Dory in the in the break, and Dory, we were we, we were kind of debating it. But now, now I do want you to do the the review. Yeah. Um, last Christmas, so that that was the blockbuster probably that came out this year for well, families. And I don't know if it was as big as. Um, it probably was quite big in the UK, but yeah, so there was a lot of hype around the movie called Last Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was a big movement to try and get the song Last Christmas to number one in the UK for, for Christmas, but, uh, and sadly it did not happen. But, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in case people don't know, I'm a huge Wham fan. <laughs> oh, oh, in case, <laughs> huge, like, in case oh, you don't oh. know. If, but if George Michael was straight, I think he would have been in trouble if Dory had been around. Uh, let's not go there. Oh, don't, yeah? don't sully it. Would you not marry uh, George? It was. It was more of a pure kind of thing. It wasn't like that. Uh, when there's a gap, I don't think anything is ever pure with Mbulelo. No, no. Well, I, I, <laughs> no. I, I just presume everyone wants to have a baby with whoever they exactly. find attractive. Like, so, mm. but I'm I'm a, I'm a simple man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell us so, last Christmas. Okay, so I took my daughter to go see the movie last Christmas. Um, literally just before Christmas, I think it was, or just after. Yeah, we went on Boxing Day, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's a sweet little movie. It's not going to change your life in any way whatsoever. I really enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would, actually. First of all, British. Mm-hmm. British is generally more enjoyable for me than, than American. It's somehow, even though it's cheesy, it's just not quite as cheesy. Yeah. And... um yeah, set in London, and so I've, I've been to London a few times, so you know I recognize some of the spots and stuff. And nice cast. Apparently, the main the main lady was from Game Game of Thrones. I oh, like I said, okay. I never watched, so that was like one of the draw cards, apparently. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I ended up crying, but like you know that you sit there and you do the ugly cry in the dark in the theater. Yeah. And meanwhile, my daughter, she's like sitting there and she's like rolling her eyes. Oh, wow. She did not enjoy it. Not? No, she's because. She's not enjoying anything. No, no, she's, she's at that stage where she's not enjoying anything. 14, she's like. 14, huh? 12. Oh, no. They're cool. You're too cool for school at 12. You know, it just had a little bit of um, a fantasy element to it. Mm. So there was something that didn't make perfect sense in the real world. Mm-hmm. 
destroyed it for her. <laughs> she was not interested. She couldn't make sense of one tiny part of the plot. Sure. And that destroyed the entire movie. Throw me. the baby out of the bathwater. Yeah, completely. Mm. Which was, that was it. But, uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, if you want something light and it was not, not entirely light, they actually threw in a few social issues. There was ah. a scene, um, there was actually a scene on the bus where, um, one of the, I don't know, what would you call him? British hooligans is like yelling at some, what would they have been? Maybe Syrian people on mm-hmm. the bus saying, mm-hmm. get out of here, go back to where you came from. So they threw in a few social issues, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, got to be PC. Yeah, it's 2020. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Got to stay work. Yeah. But talking yeah, about web, um, mm. so I sent you a video of my six-year-old niece <laughs> singing last Christmas. Mm. I was so surprised. It was on the 24th and we were playing Christmas music, you know? Yeah. And she comes up to me and she's like, Pinky, please play last Christmas. And I'm like, like huh? Hey, she, she's a keeper, hey? She she, she's a real keeper, that one. Christmas. I'm like, oh, okay. And then you're like, I have to send this to Dory. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I need to send this to Dory. Uh-huh. It's so cute. Oh, Such a cute awesome. little clip. <laughs> Speaking of, when we were at Christmas Day at my niece, She's got this thing called SingStar. I don't know if you guys know what SingStar is. I've heard oh, yeah. about it, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like a karaoke thing. Mm. But what's cool about it, because I do not do karaoke. I, I, I cannot sing. I have the worst singing voice you'll ever hear. Yeah. And I cannot do karaoke. But what's cool about it is basically you sing along to the song that's on the TV. Like karaoke, the lyrics go across the screen and all that kind of thing. But you don't have to turn the microphones up. Mm-hmm. So people don't actually have to hear you. And what it does, the sing star thing, it like rates your singing. Mm-hmm. And then so you go up against someone, you both sing at the same time, and then there's a winner between the two. Mm-hmm. And um, so she, of course, gets this going on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And she happens to have Last Christmas on it because you've got to buy the songs that you want. And, of course, she's got Last Christmas. I was very proud. And um, I was like, oh. This is... And then my nephew, who's 14, and his voice is like, oh, you know, like just like just breaking. So he's like, let's sing this together, kind of thing. And I was like, oh, as bad as I am, I'm gonna whip his ass because because his voice is like really, you know. He whipped my ass, like he beat oh, me Dory, with his terrible bad? voice. So, so how bad, bad is your singing then? Dory? So bad. Oh wow. So bad. Like off the charts bad. But it was really fun, I have to say. Like, I I've ne- I don't think I would ever do normal proper karaoke, sure. but that was really fun. Ah. I enjoyed it. We should try it out, actually. It's so, it's, you know, she brings it out at the parties, my niece. She's mm. like, this is like the party. And I mean, there's always lots of alcohol involved. <laughs> and yeah, it, it gets funny. <laughs> and we work with Gareth, so he could, uh, we should maybe have an idols den. Oh. Oh, my goodness, I would lose. I have the worst voice yeah. in the Southern Hemisphere, for sure. There's no doubt. I'm. <laughs> Absolutely. We can have a bad sing off and see who's worse. Oh. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes I, I always say, like, besides the voice, it's also the emotion, you know, what else you put into the singing. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it shouldn't just be, you shouldn't just be judged um, on your voice. Uh, yeah. So the spoken by somebody else who really can't action. sing. Nah. <laughs> okay. I, I hear the you. three of us, we could like, be the, the trio. <laughs> Oh man, it would the be the trio of bad singers. <laughs> like you wouldn't need to send prisoners to Guantanamo Bay, right, for torture. Just you could just have us sing for two minutes, <laughs> and that, that would reveal any terrorist secrets or, or whatever. I think. You know, be. I found out that my singing was bad in first year of varsity. <laughs> well, I knew it was bad, but officially, when someone was like, "This is bad, don't sing." So we were doing ser, right? Yeah. Was that clean ser? So that's when you go into like different races performing, you know. Okay. And I got one of the roles. I was Big Mama. And they just wanted to use me purely for that, the acting out that part, you know. Mm. But when it came to the singing, they pulled me to the side and like, listen, so we love the acting. 
But when it comes to the singing, just mime. <laughs> yeah. But don't you think it's better to be told that you're a bad singer? It's, it's so much better. It's so much better. My, my dad, when I was about nine years old, so we're talking 1980s, guys. A, 1980s, a while ago, okay? yes. I got given a tape recorder. As a birthday present. Now, in the 80s, a tape recorder was like, wow. It was like the best thing you can have. And of course, the first thing I started doing was singing into it. Mm. And then the one day, my dad walked past my bedroom and I was playing what I had recorded. And he looked, he literally peeped his head into my bedroom and went, holy shit, don't <laughs> give up your day job. And I was so hurt. I was so hurt. But you know what? I'm so grateful. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Because otherwise, character. I would have been one of those people on Idols. Idols yeah. Embarrassing myself. Uh, my sister embarrasses herself not on idols, on <laughs> Coca-Cola popsters. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah, throwback. But, but the problem was that she used me as yes. like a, uh, someone to determine if her singing is good. And yeah. I mean, I was she was probably what eighteen, and we have a twelve-year gap, or maybe twenty, some early twenties. Mm. And mm. she'd sing to me, and I'd have to rate her. But you see, growing up, I was obsessed with my sister. She could do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah. So even her singing was perfect. And I remember on the day. I think Glenn Lewis was one of the judges. Oh, wow. So she got them to sing a Mariah Carey song. Emotions. Ooh. No. Ooh. Was it emotions? Yeah. Something. No, she didn't. <laughs> Did not go well. Her eyes were closed. And Glenn. Is there, is there like footage of this? Is there evidence we in the world? We'll try to I think we will, we will look for it. Surely it should be there somewhere. And Glenn walked up to her and was like, this is not for you. <laughs> This is That's a nice way of saying you <laughs> suck. The legendary Glenn Lewis <laughs> comes and lets you know that's oh, sometimes you shouldn't meet your heroes. And she still does it, you know, at funerals till today. She'll still go like overboard, and I'm like, ah, tata, like. So you've actually you've raised something interesting. If, if if you don't have any black friends or people from black families, you know, I come from obviously two two different tribes, Kosan and, and Betty. But one of the high points, right, um, for those who go to church, sorry, you may yeah. or may not know this, mm -hmm. is being able to lead songs in <laughs> and in church. Like the, that puts you. You are the You're star. The star. You, yeah. Binky knows what I'm talking about. Okay, Deputy Jesus vibes. <laughs> but <laughs> Deputy Jesus, that's fantastic. But a lot of my cousins can't sing. And it always pains me when they do go for it because it, it means so much, Dory. You have mm -hmm. to see them. Do so, that. do they let even people who can't sing do it? Dory, I, I don't know how the system works, but mm -hmm. there, there are some people that need to hear it maybe directly from Jesus himself that, mm -hmm. no, my child. No, <laughs> no, no. Not this working. is not your, your mm -hmm. path. <laughs> so, I think there's two things we should be brutal about in life when, when you can't sing and when you can't cook, because mm -hmm. both of those ruin my time. Mm -hmm. my, my, my ears will start bleeding, or, you know, I'm not going to waste my time with bad food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, you need to work on both of those. Otherwise, uh, keep it to yourself. Um, coming up, what? Seven o'clock. I can't believe it already. It's been an awesome show. We haven't show even so looked far. at the news story. It's incredible. So, we'll have to save the news for after a little bit of music. Yeah, we, we got some good. cool, we got some cool stuff. Some so, updates, yeah. Dory, I'm going to uh, give you some sports news because I, I, I remember how much you love Test cricket. Oh. From yesterday. That's my thing. So, the Proteas are in action today, Cape Town. So, good luck to them. But, um, most South Africans are feeling enthused after that massive victory in the first, uh, test. But we got Boucher, we got Graham Smith back, we got Jacques Cullis back. If you don't know who those are, they're South African cricketing legends. So they're looking to roll out and make it 2-0 in the series and beat the Poms. And the Barmy Army is now out here strong. If you don't know what the Barmy Army are, Dory, you know what that is? I do actually know what they are, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. You don't? Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's like the British uh, fans, they all follow their team uh, and, and they call themselves the Barmy Army. So oh, okay. And they're always very sunburned like the Navy. and drunk. <laughs> yeah, like the Navy. <laughs> well, the Barmy side, so in, in Cockney slang, if you're getting Barmy, you're getting loud. 
Okay. Yes, to be balmy, somebody who's getting out of hand, mm-hmm. or yeah, yeah. So the balmy army are here, and they get loud, and there's nothing, there's nothing like it. So if you're a cricket fan, get get down to Cape Town this weekend. But anyway, we're hoping the Proteas can do their thing. And then, unfortunately, last night, uh, Liverpool won. Looks like they're going to win the league. And if you're a football fan, all right, that is that's awful. That's like they haven't won the league in 30 years, and they have the worst fans in the world. Sorry, I'm the, a fan actually. Oh, you see. You see, it's it's mm. it's Binky who wants to come and tell your children how to be and discipline your kids. Don't you yeah. think you're being a bit rude to one of our colleagues? Who, Binky? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it is what it is. She supports Liverpool. Yeah. We all have our problems. I'm also talking about Greg, who is not here. In his oh. absence, I'm support. I'm like defending him. Greg, Greg, Greg. I call him Greg the Meshuggah Cohen. Uh, after I found out that he um, supported Liverpool. And he, he didn't he didn't like that. But uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of your thing for Yiddish. Yes. I actually thought of a great word for you yesterday. <laughs> Let's hear it. When I had my really good afternoon nap yeah. yesterday, my grand my grandmother would have said, "Oh, that was a good schloff." A schloff. <laughs> a schloff. Hey, I haven't heard that. Oh. <laughs> so listen, I've got a. Speaking of the Yiddish, so where where I got this uh, kind of affinity, I have a I have a friend who's aging now. She's she's ninety two, mm. and um, so she's your typical Jewish lady, very sharp. Very super funny, you know, just like, you know, when Jewish people are funny, there's nothing you can do to match that. I, yeah. I think that dry. And uh, she gave me the greatest advice ever, Dori, uh, now that we're on the year. She said to me, your first marriage should always be for money and your second one for love. And I'll never forget the, that advice. So uh, I'll have a schloff on my first uh, marriage and then mm-hmm. the second one. We'll go for it. Mm-hmm. So schloff, word of the day. Yeah. Ah, oh, love that. What does it mean, Dori? It's when you have a really good sleep. When you have a really good sleep a schloff yeah, yeah yeah and it's friday by the way guys we didn't really uh, mention that up top uh, who knows what day it is we're yeah. still like in holiday <laughs> festive season literally i was like do i need to put the garbage out what day is it yeah <laughs> so friday has no th- this friday is probably the least valuable friday of yeah. all of them huh? yeah you can't go yeah it's friday because mm-hmm. nobody's been to work except us <sighs> so um i spoke about my nap earlier mm-hmm. and one hour in i woke up in a fright and I'm like, crap, I need to go to go to work, you know? I need to be at the show. <laughs> Those are the worst. And I look at my phone and it says Thursday. And I'm like, what day? Like, is it supposed to be Thursday? Is this Monday? <laughs> and it's like quarter past four in the afternoon. You can. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't even remember, like, when was I at work? I'm like, was I at work today? Was it a dream? Wow. So you were just on autopilot yesterday. Yeah, flip. <laughs> so for any employers, what, what, everyone's back this weekend, hey? I can, I can, mm. yeah, they're back. Some, yeah. people, some people are back on Monday mm. and some people are back the following Monday, yeah. the lucky ones. Oh, they are lucky, aren't the they? The schools are only going back on like the 15th. So, Dory, you're a parent. What, what, mm. Like, what's it like now when, sc- do, do parents generally feel, okay, like, I love my kids, but. Well, I mean, even my daughter said to me the other day, I- I've had enough. I want to go back to school. <laughs> it's <laughs> been a long holiday, now. guys. <laughs> long. <laughs> If you have lots of money, it's okay to have long school holidays because you can do lots with the kids. Mm, but sure. when you're on a budget, you Yeah, kids are demanding. Let's just yeah. say thank goodness for Sims. <laughs> so, uh, Sims the game? Yeah. Oh, is that back? Keeps my child amused for too many hours on end. Is Sims back? Because I remember playing it when oh, I was... Oh, yeah, I know. It's, been, it's updated, never gone away. Yeah. There's all new versions. It's never gone away. Yeah? Much more modern. Yeah. And mm-hmm. can, can, like, I mean, with the way we are now, can you choose to, like, I don't know, be a feminist, be a, I don't know. What well, you, I remember, because I've never played, it's not my kind of thing, but I remember many, many years ago, I had a friend who used, she was obsessed with it, and she just happens to be gay, yeah. and she said she used to have to trick the game to be able to make a lesbian couple in it. Now, mm-hmm. it's oh, easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can even have a transgender person. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. you can have anything you want now. Oh, wow, it's open. The Yesterday, my daughter comes to me and says, so somebody was drowning in Sims, and then death came, 
to take them. And then I decided to rather just add death to my family. So now death's in the family. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Holy smokes. Yeah, you can do anything with that game oh, now. Wow. And I'm kind of okay with her playing with it for a lot, for hours on end. Cause yep. I'm thinking maybe, maybe she'll become an architect or something. Maybe this is leading to something mm-hmm. that will be good for her. You know, it's, 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 it's goes, not yeah. completely uneducational. It's gone full dystopian now. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's all sorts of things you can do. It's Holy crazy. Moly. That, crazy. That is mental. That is, what? Death is a part of the family on Sims. I have no idea. Her, approaching. I needed a, yeah, I just, I needed a breath there. That's, mm. <laughs> okay. Well, Sorry, I'm, we totally interrupted your sport. No, no, no. Who cares? <laughs> uh, sports over. We're playing test cricket. Liverpool are going to win the league. I'm depressed about that. They, they're the worst. Liverpool fans, if you're out there and you can hear me, they're the worst. Uh, let's move on to something positive though. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, I see you have a selfie there. <laughs> that is not, that's and not it's me. It's been open for quite some time now. <laughs> you know what, Pinky? I'm so glad you saw it because it's actually for you. So, uh, let's see what the gentleman's name is. And if you didn't listen yesterday, uh, Pinky spent her new, or, or celebrated her New Year's Day with family and friends, I think, uh, in Cape Town, huh? Mm-hmm. So that New Year's party, there was a certain, uh, a very, very famous DJ. No, not, not everybody knows who Black Coffee is around the world. But Black Coffee was playing. So yesterday we said we're going to try and uh, get Pinky to marry Black Coffee, if not for her sake, at least for ours. Because yeah. I would like to go to Ibiza. I'd like to have backstage passes like Pinky had from you. You know what I mean? You're assuming that even if she does, that she would actually give you any tickets. Yeah. Look, <laughs> let's cross that bridge when we get there. Uh. Let's get her married first, Dory. Then we'll, we'll get into those, uh, what, what we call semantics. Right. The marriage is not what's stressing me here. What's stressing me is that he thinks I'm going to give him tickets. Yeah. <laughs> you don't care about the marriage. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of uh, the Black coffee so this gentleman here uh tato says uh pinky you can call me black coffee oh so my goodness. it's basically a wedding proposal and uh yeah so and he sent and, and uh, tato sent us an awesome selfie of himself uh, and tongue out uh, tongue out bare chested so good for you tato not short on, on self-confidence i'll pass that on to pinky and whatever happens happens you guys are both adults thanks tato. Oh, guys imagine that the show could match make someone imagine how amazing would that be Dory? Be so cool oh man you know having worked at ski resorts no um, <laughs> yeah what are you saying tato. she keeps looking at me no tato um we're not gonna close that door for you tato so don't give up don't do not give up persistent we can wear her down we love pinky she's a great person well i think she's a great person i'm not gonna speak for you dory um so yeah tato good for you brother Tay, you got to take your shot right hmm. like how do you know how do you know if it's not gonna you'll work? never know if you don't try there it is and dory's married so she knows so she'll have a little more music dory Hey? News after seven? Yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's play the people, uh, some, some good music. We got plenty lined up. Uh, Dory, this one is one of my favorites. I think you will enjoy it. It is an absolute Brit classic. Got the cardigans and then uh, another one of my favorites, uh, Dizzy Rascal back on the other side of this. The cardigans, loveful. Mm, bit, hey, of a, bit of a nostalgic one, that. Cracker. Yeah. That is what you call a cracker. I didn't like the song you played before that, though. Dory does not love Dizzy Rascal. No. <laughs> Dizzy D, of course, one of the godfathers of if you're into the British uh, crime scene. So that's, uh, that was a throwback from his first album. That Great I did like on Blur. We go. Mm. And then before that, Charmless Man. Absolute 90s, noughties. Is it 90s or noughties? Anyway, classic from Blur. Mm. Charmless Man. So, yeah, just after seven, quarter past seven, let's get into some news, shall we, guys? 
Alrighty. Sure. Hope so everyone at home's having a good one, by the way. Uh, sorry, Pinky, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So we spoke about the Marvel shooting yesterday, mm-hmm. and there was an update that there's now three people dead. Yeah. Turned um, out to be fake news. Yeah. Well, no, it's not mm. really fake news. It just is a, is a third not related. Yeah. Yes, not related, which is also quite alarming, you know, because yeah. if people are getting shot and there's also someone else who's died, but it's not related to the shooting. So yeah. it just shows you like Melville, something needs to be done. And last night, a night vigil was held in Melville. I don't know who went there. I didn't really see much updates on Twitter, you know, mm. on what happened or any uh, new updates. Although a video has been put up on social media of the SUV driving past. Yes, apparently there was good CCTV footage of like the incident and stuff. So they're hoping that they're going to catch them. Yeah, something, something will yeah. come out of that. So yeah, let's see how, how things go. Um, the other thing I noticed is that the people that died, their names have not been shared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unusual. Unusual, unusual. I'm not too sure why, but yeah, um, we don't know who uh, was involved in this or who was affected. And yeah, we'll just see how things go. From, from, I was just, yeah, when you mentioned that, I was just thinking from a legal point of view, I would also, I mean, if, cause you don't know who these guys are and what they're capable of, I would think I would probably want them to wait in terms of revealing it because, you, you, you know, especially for families, they, they, Start to put pressure on. You, you, we've seen how cases where you put pressure on people's families mm-hmm. and cases disappear. You, you know, it can get really, really ugly. I wonder if that's why they haven't released it. Mm, it's maybe, one. maybe because of the whole holiday season, next of kin haven't been notified. I mean, I, I, you know Look, what I mean. That would make sense. Mm. Yeah, if they haven't been notified, yeah. then it makes complete sense. But if they have, yeah. it's a bit of a. It's quite unusual because yeah. think about it. In the past, um, yeah, if there have been any murders, we know about. We know who the victims are. You sure. know, yeah. And then this time around, we still don't know who who are the victims. Tragic story. So that yeah. is a bit, yeah. But if you know, if you have any updates, one of our listeners, please just send us a WhatsApp message and tell us what's happening. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then we spoke about, um, so yesterday we spoke about the, um, the Alabama police station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how they featured <laughs> this homeless cult mm-hmm. and... Yeah, they got a lot of uh, backlash from uh, Twitter, well, social media about it. And now there's a Detroit Fire uh, Crews uh, Department that posted a picture in front of a burning house. Like a selfie. Like a thing. selfie. They, I there's like over 10 of them and some are even kneeling down. Like it, it, there was effort put into this picture. <laughs> it looks like a, so- a and right, Instead of trying to fix the burning instead house. Instead of trying to get the fire out, they're taking a picture and it looks like, looks like it was, uh, to celebrate the retirement of one of the colleagues. And look, the response was just terrible from the public. They're like, how can you be taking selfies when there's a burning house right behind they're you? Burning down the house. Man. But now the, like- the worrying part <laughs> Tom is, Jones. the worrying part is, is, uh, yesterday it was the uh, the police department. Now it's the fire department. So I yeah. mean, what's next? Doctors like no and sensitivity. Like an ER. Like yeah. I have a I have a, I have a patient yeah. here. Heart is. I'm holding the heart, and they're about to die. And I just want to take a selfie. <laughs> You're so right. I think if, that's totally where it's headed. You're right. Yeah, no, I'm a bit worried. Like, what's going to be happening? Like, in the selfie thing is getting out of hand. <laughs> what a yeah. surgeon. <laughs> and I think at this point, you might even have to introduce like a course, you know, like when you're doing your whatever degree, have like yeah. a social media one. Like, when is it appropriate to take pictures? Because at this rate, I'm really worried. <laughs> if you haven't seen this photo, you got to go. So it's on the uh, Detroit Fire Incidents page. Detroit Fire Incidents page. Mm-hmm. 
it, it looks like um, like a soccer photo, you know, like you've, yeah. you tell the team. To, so, I mean, apparently, though, having looked at the story a little bit, apparently these are all um, sort of vacant uh, houses, but still, it does it doesn't have the best look, hey, like yeah, PR no, wise. It does not look good at all. <laughs> yeah, like a hol- yeah, well, they probably thought, hey, this is like really amazing lighting. Let's just <laughs> yeah, take yeah. advantage of this. But I mean, you know, I guess it's disaster whenever there's fire. It's, it's almost like the guys like they might as well throw up gang signs, like, <laughs> hey, holler at your boy, a- hashtag at the crime scene kind of thing. Oh man! All right, well that's Michigan. What else you got for us, Pinky? Um, so another article I came across last night is so I used to watch Ricky Lake growing up. Wasn't Ricky sure Lake? Yeah, do you remember Ricky Lake? Yeah, I used to watch it as well. The female Jerry Springer. Yeah, yeah crazy. Yeah. Like I haven't seen her in like forever. And so last night I was just going through some articles and she popped up. So she's apparently um, suffering from, they haven't really stated what it is here, but she unveiled that uh, she's been losing hair yeah. for the past 30 years. Holy smokes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So she's come out with this new hairstyle. Short, short, I think she short looks hair. Great. She looks amazing. She yeah. even looks younger. Hey? Yeah. She looks amazing. When yeah. I saw it, I was like, oh no, this is, well... Well, the new haircut is working for her. But yeah, she spoke about how she's been struggling with this for like 30 years and she's been suffering in silence. And now she's just like over it, you know, like not trying to hide it, not trying to, she's just out about it. And then when I read the whole article, I found that there's more celebrities who've been affected by this from your um, Viola Davis. Oh, wow. She's from, I'm forgetting the series. Uh, yeah, how, to get, how to Get Away With Murder. How to Get Away With Murder, yes. Yeah. So she's also been suffering from hair loss. And yeah. Um, she speaks about how she just woke up one day and she had like a big splash of bald on top of her head. <laughs> yeah. And even uh, the likes of your uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Wow, Will Smith's mm. wife. Yeah. Will Smith's wife. So she started wearing headscarves a while back. I don't know if you guys remember that yeah. trend. Yeah. But it was because she was losing hair. And you're Kristen Davis from Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's so many females that mm. are going through this. And look, it was quite a shocker to me because I, one, I didn't expect this, especially from like your Jada Pickensmith, your Viola Davis. And they talk about how, uh, it's caused by your like pregnancy, hormones. Yeah, hormonal things. Yeah. But I mean, with, I know with the Ricky Lake thing, she said that her hair got damaged. She was doing a production of hairspray. Yes. And they yes. were doing weird things with her hair all they the took time. The process and teased And her it completely ruined her hair. So exactly. I think a lot of people, especially like when you're constantly, in front of a screen, well, like, you know, on the screen, in the other big or small yeah, screen. Your hair goes you're, through a lot. You're, they're doing a lot with your hair mm. all the time, and it's just, yeah, it's just a bit of pressure on it. Yeah. And I mean, look, so I recently dyed my hair blonde. Yeah. And when I saw this, um, so before I went to go dye my hair, I remember I spoke to my mom. I'm like, listen, if anything goes wrong, just know that I'll be coming home bald. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could rock bald. I she think said you could the do same it. thing, but she's my mother, so anything. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably rock anything, you know? <laughs> Sure, and if you haven't seen, by the way, Ricky Lake has gone and posted the longest social media post about being liberated. I mean, it's yeah. I, I guess hair is a big identity, but she's really yeah, especially poor. for females. You know, yeah. like as a man, can get away with yeah. literally anything, but as a woman, like your hair is, and especially like as a TV host, oh. you know, sure. like just aesthetics. lots of pressure to look a certain way. So yeah, no yeah. shout out to her for the new hairstyle. Shout yeah. Out. yeah. Shout I out mean, Ricky. she's, I think she's joined Zuzi Beanie, you know, Miss South Africa, Miss Universe. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to her. Maybe shout we'll out. see more women going the street. Mm-hmm. Come on, Ricky. What else you got for us? And then on a lighter note, so a while back, Ben told us that he joined Bumble. Yeah. He did. And um, didn't really go well for him. Looks like Sharon Stone went through the same thing. So Sharon Stone, I was so shocked. Look, I think I would have also done the same thing. 
But I mean, so she did your basic instinct and so on for you know, not yeah. listening. Listen, and sorry, Pinky. I have to tell you, being a teenager around mm-hmm. then, the uh, one of the first movies you got to see someone naked in, Sharon Stone. Phenomenal. <laughs> there was so much hype around that scene. Phenomenal. So much hype. Uh, teenage boy. Oh, sorry, it was one of the best <laughs> movies. Sorry, carry on. Uh, so, looks like things haven't gone well for her because you guys haven't been hitting on her. <laughs> She's gone as far as to join Bumble, the dating site. Wow. And they closed her account. What? So some users reported that it could possibly, it couldn't be her. They were like, there is no way in hell that Sharon Stone is on the. Oh, so they thought someone was making a fake one. Yep. But it was her. Oh, wow. So she tweeted, she went to tweet that, um, uh, her account was closed because users reported that it could, it couldn't be her, you know? And soon after her account was, um, uh, she got back her account. And yeah, people have just been tweeting like they just could not believe that this is Sharon Stone on Bumble. But which is fair, like, why does Sharon Stone have to go on a dating app and you just pitch up and tell people I'm Sharon Stone? Yeah, it's unbelievable. And she's 61. I mean, for goodness hey? sake, and as far as I know, she still looks really amazing. She's Sharon Stone. I don't care what she looks maybe like. Maybe she's like a horrible person. May- oh, that, okay, I hadn't taken it down. You know that I mean? Maybe it's not all about the looks. But do you guys know how does Bumble work? Like, does it show you people in your area or is it? Oh, I wouldn't know. Hey? Listen, guys, if you, if you know what, how Bumble works and you are <laughs> with us this morning, uh, won't you WhatsApp us and, uh, do you guys think, I think ben anything about, like, scroll past or? Ben the only thing I know about Bumble is it's like the women have all the control or something. They're the ones who... No, Dory, that's just normal life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think you're just talking about... No, yeah, anyone in a relationship knows happy wife, happy life. Yeah. yeah. I think, no, I think that the women have to make first contact or something like that so that you can't be harassed on it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's something, yeah, something like that. Oh, I'm not sure. Cool. But, Pinky, that story yeah. makes me feel better because if Sharon Stone can't find somebody <clears throat> to date, then there's nothing wrong with me. I'm oh, so you also can't find someone to date. It's not a matter of you not wanting. No, well, people keep saying there's something wrong with me before being single. Oh. Here we go. Bloody hell. Sharon Stone. Yeah. An absolute legacy it's, actress. It's mm. Unbelievable. So yeah, one wow. last story, something still on the, on a lighter note. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sangomas, uh, predicting 2020 <laughs> to go really well. Mm-hmm. So yes, we we're off to a terrible start, Marvel shooting and so on. But they believe that, well, according to the bones they read, they predict that the future of our country is in good shape, you know. Um, after a tough 2019 of violence, crime, unemployment, uh, we can look towards a better year. I don't know if you guys believe in Sangomas. I, uh, yeah, we, I actually have a Sangoma friend and she's really quite something. She's really amazing. So, okay, yes. so you believe. Um, I'm out. No, absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Not. <laughs> Even from, I mean, your baby. Uh, absolutely. Oh. It's, no. But, but, but let's, uh, you know, whatever. But I'm, I'm not your, uh, your typical human being. I think maybe my soul's been eroded. Prophet? Such a what about prophets? Uh, prophet what? So there's a difference. There's a sangoma. There's a prophet. No, that was like psychic kind of. Yeah, that's not basically. It's all it's all nonsense. But we'll, no, we'll, we'll. but I mean sangomas. Like I mean, there, there's different kinds and there's different ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. So our sangoma friend, she she's helped my husband. He has like problems. He gets migraines, really bad migraines and stuff, and uh-huh. it's related to it's related to what he eats and all sorts of things. And she's really been helping him just to. You know, kind of purify his lifestyle and get him eat, getting him eaten certain things. And she's, mm. uh, yeah, she's helping him in terms of that. It's also, you know, a lot of it's, it is what you'd call like a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm as, you know, I'm as heathen as Mbolelo over there. I'm mm-hmm. not like a believer or anything, but definitely if, I mean, it's called disease as mm-hmm. in disease when you're, when you're at, your body's not at ease or something like that. That's sure. what causes like illness. <laughs> 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 That's what causes illness. And I mean, 
there's different ways of approaching that and fixing it. And it's not all about, you know, as, as Mbalela would know, not all about modern medicine. It certainly mm-hmm. is not a, yeah. all about, uh, no, fair enough. No, Look. so I think there's a lot. And I mean, there's obviously a bit of a psychological element to it as well. Yeah. Mm. You True. know, I think, True. I think that there's some amazing Sangomas out there who've done really interesting things. Yeah. And then you do have the bad ones. So, hey. Yeah. yeah but, a, but what are they saying about this year though? So yeah, uh, the bones showed peace, mm-hmm. a better financial year. A decrease in the, in the unemployment rate mm-hmm. and forgiveness among South Africans and foreign nationals. Oh, how about mm-hmm. that? No more xenophobia. Okay. Well, and, uh, let's hope, eh? Who's this, uh, the, this song on my hair? Makosi Mahlangu. It's Gobela, yeah. Gobela Makosi Mahlangu from okay. Matanda in Ekuruleni. So if you're looking to consult, you can find her in Ekuruleni. Wow. Yep. How about, so how does it work with the song on my? You have to pay them or I've never. Look, it all depends. Hey, you, you have, uh, each of each sangoma has their own way of doing things, you know. It, the same with prophets, you know. Okay. I've heard of prophets who will just require five rand from you to tell you what's happening. Okay. Then I've heard of, I've heard of ones who will ask you for like five thousand rand. Yeah. 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 And those are usually I've heard the fake ones. Yeah. Yeah. So are prophets meant to be able to tell the future? What's not really tell the future, but tell you what's happening in your life or any your connection with your ancestors? Is okay. there anything they want to tell you? Um, what you're doing wrong, sure. what you need to change. Ah. I don't know about your future. I don't know if um, they can do that. If there are any, I'd like to uh, bet on the lotto for the first time probably in my life this weekend. Ooh, I don't know Maybe about hit that me up. Too. Oh, okay. They don't do the lotto. No, no. no. <laughs> All right. So prosperity says uh, uh, the sango maum koma. Is it? What's the, what's the surname? Makosi Mahlangu. Mahlangu says yes. financial Makosi prosperity. Mahlangu. No more xenophobia. Mm-hmm. Huh. And so now, more. if that stuff doesn't come to be, are we going back to her in December and saying, you were so wrong? Mm-hmm. Uh, look, like, is there any accountability question. on these that's things? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, there's, there, there isn't the problem with uh, Sangomas, there isn't like a, 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 board, body. Yeah, a yeah. board where you go, excuse me, that whole thing about... Um, <laughs> no, there isn't there like the traditional healers association? <laughs> are you serious? I think there is something, yeah. Is there? Yeah. What? But, but I mean, they could always just say, oh, well, you know, people took... People made it go wrong. It was it was forecast, but then the people messed up. Oh, the people came and intervened. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What well, possible? Traditional yeah. leaders organization. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Any, uh, anything else? We do? That, that's an awesome story to end off Jerry, on. Jerry, do you have something else? Uh, I do. All right. Well, before we are we going to get um, – what do you want to get into there, Donna? I want to get into a story that <laughs> – it's, it's a long story, but the reason we're going to talk about it is because – there was a tweet that I happened to see. By uh, this, by so this is this John, John McAfee? Yes, it is. All right, but hold, before we get into that, um, mm. I just want to talk about the, the guy who's the is he, is he incumbent or is he, has he gone out yet, yet the, the Pope? Oh, the Pope. Is he still in the mix? So, William, um, you should probably tell us more about that, hey? Like yeah. What's happening with... So the Pope's got like, um, you, you know, he's out doing his thing amongst the people wherever he was. And uh, a woman in the crowd, so they're, they're like behind barrier fences, you know? So a woman in the crowd, he's, he's like touching people, this, you know, this Pope. Mm. And so he, now he wants to turn around and like keep walking. Carry on. And a woman uh, holds his hand. Oh, it's too brilliant. And he slaps her hand off. <laughs> <laughs> like a kid. <laughs> like a child. It was so good. And he, he just looks so unhappy, like so disgruntled. And you know, to have this, uh, Purported messenger of Jesus or whatever. I don't know what the Catholics think of mm. of him. And uh, I mean, he's eighty two, right? It's hilarious. So that's expected behavior, you know. Like <laughs> For I'm a grumpy not, old man. Yeah, yeah. eighty two. I'm not shocked. And um, so this article says that he is not even. He's refusing to apologize. 
He's the Pope. But I don't blame him. He's probably him. just had enough, guys. Yeah. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, people like clawing at him and pawing at him everywhere he goes. Sure. And, and so everybody came out and said, where's the security detail? Cause he, I don't know if you know how the, how the Pope rolls. He usually in the, has, po- in the glass thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Usually, but he, yeah. he, so he's actually decided, no, he doesn't want no, the Pope. He wants to touch the people, and but they can't touch him. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll decide when I touch you. So, mm-hmm. um, it, it was quite funny, but, um, I think what was great was <laughs> his face. Like you say, grumpy old man. Yes. It, it is so good. If you haven't seen it, guys, go and Google Pope slaps woman on hand or whatever. Yeah. That's, no, that's a good start to the year. I think I was telling you guys earlier about another South African, um, celebrity, I'm guessing. I tried to find the tweet, but now maybe the listeners uh, know, know this video. But on the first, one of, uh, one of the tweets, well, um, Twitter users shared a video of a South African celebrity on stage performing. He walked right up, up until the edge of the stage and one of the fans grabbed his foot and he kicked. <laughs> he made like direct eye contact and then he kicked. But did he make contact? Like eye contact. No, but did the, did the kick make contact with like? Yes, yes. Cause, like, um, so the fan was holding his, uh, yeah, he leg, didn't just like kick his ankle. leg free. No, he kicked. Like, wow. he proper kicked. Like but guys, what kick. would you do in this situation? And people are saying that's how you should start your 2020. Does anything <laughs> trying to hold you back? Just kick. Follow the Pope and this local celebrity yeah. and yes. just kick and slap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'd be bringing bad vibes into my life. Kick. <laughs> Slap uh, Kick yeah. Slap I'm a, that, that actually needs to 2020 be 2020 theme Hashtag kick slap Yeah <laughs> That's what's up 2020 <laughs> Alright uh, Thanks Binky That's uh, that's amazing Kick slap uh, Man I'm going to take that on board <laughs> Right Dory Let's get to it hey? John McAfee He's uh, he's famous for a few things But let's get into this guy Okay so before Okay so like I say I did see a very interesting tweet That he made a few days ago But we'll get to that I need to give some context And some background on this man For anyone who doesn't know So when the whole antivirus software became a thing, there were two things that you, you would get. You would either get Norton's or McAfee, mm-hmm. which were the antivirus things. So the man who started McAfee's name is John McAfee. He's a very clever guy. He started this. He became a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. And um, after a while, he got a little bit older. He was like, okay, I'm going to leave the company and go do my own thing now. Mm-hmm. And you would have expected, you know, that this like – businessman extraordinaire would just go and lead a normal life. Mm-hmm. No, no. I started following, he was doing a blog around 2012 and I somehow stumbled upon it and I was following the stuff that he was writing. Guys, I don't know if we're dealing with mental illness here or if there's, you know, we were talking about conspiracy theories yesterday with Alex, Alex Jones, sure. mm-hmm. this guy. Okay. So let's, let's give the basic, basic story. So what happened was after he left the company, he somehow ended up in Belize. I don't know if you know where Belize is. Belize is like kind of just next to Mexico, that whole Caribbean area. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Apparently a lovely like island kind of resorty tropical kind of place. Vibes, Very yes. tropical vibes. So he was living his best life in Belize. Uh, he had a lab where he was making, quote, natural antibiotics. Oh, dear. We never, we, I mean, so, guys, your guess is as good as mine. What's a natural antibiotic? Oh, oh let me stop you there, Dory. As a science enthusiast myself, whenever anybody in proposes medicine mm. and they say the two words which make me vomit, organic, or what did McAfee call it? Natural. Natural. Anything that says organic and natural before medicine... Run the other way. They mm. are kooks. Go on, Dory. 
Okay, so he was having, and he had his own lab. It wasn't like he was like working with a proper lab. You know what I mean? Like he had, he had this like in his backyard or whatever that he was doing. Incredible. And then what happened was his neighbor turned up dead. Oh my and goodness. he was called in for questioning on this, on this. Like this guy just pitches up dead and they're like, mm. they knew that there'd been some bad vibes between the two of them and they're like, mm, we want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So he went on the run. What? He went on the run, but he didn't go on the run claiming, right, because he was like, he claimed that he was going on the run, not because he had done anything to his neighbor. He's completely innocent. He was saying that there was this whole conspiracy against him. They were someone that was framing him and uh, the police in, in Belize were not to be trusted and uh, he couldn't, he had to just protect himself. There we go. And he ended up, I think he went to Honduras or Guatemala, one of the nearby places. Of he course. was just, he, yeah. he went and he was evading authorities for months. Oh like there was like a, literally a manhunt for him. Are okay? you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Not kidding. He then ended up in Guatemala and somehow, somehow they found out that he was in Guatemala and then the Guatemalan authorities were going to send him back to Belize to face possible charges. Okay. And who knows what happened? The guy's a multimillionaire. Money was probably exchanged mm-hmm. sure. and he ended up getting sent back to the USA instead. Okay. So he always what? liked. I, who knows how that happened, but let's, let's be honest. We probably know how that happened, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he ends up back in the USA. The day after he arrives in the USA, he meets a sex worker named Janice Dyson, who was 30 years younger than him. At this stage, he's in his sixties or oh, something like that, him. right? So she's like 30 something. Good for him. They got married. They are still together. <laughs> Wait, like, he made a prostitute. Yeah. And then married her. And they are still together, apparently very happy together. Hmm. Oh, prostitutes so, are human you know, too. No, absolutely. I'm, th- I'm thinking that, that, that that's not like part of the weird story. What does get weird though. Is no, it, uh, Dory, what do you mean that's not? <laughs> no, it's, I mean, like you say, you know, you fall in love with who you fall in love with, no, you know. Enough, Let's not judge. No, no. Let's not judge. Fair enough. Um, so one of the things that happened recently, he was again somewhere in the Caribbean holidaying or whatever. Because the point is he's kind of trying to keep a low profile and he posts these videos on social media and he's always like saying, oh, nobody knows where I am. And like he's literally like comes across as a complete kook but who knows maybe he's telling the complete truth sure we don't we, let's not judge and uh, a few months ago him and his wife were posting pictures of themselves on a boat i think it was somewhere by i think the dominican republic or something like mm-hmm. that but they were holding these humongous weapons oh, like goodness. posing on this yacht <laughs> out in the caribbean with these huge weapons and the authorities are like ah we don't like this so they like they arrest them <laughs> okay like military grade weapons that he's got who knows? Like apparently big guns. Mental. Posing for Mental. pictures on a yacht. Mental. As you do when you're a multimillionaire no, on sure. the run from authorities. <laughs> oh, as you do. Like a, right? Excuse me, Gosson, I'd like a sliced mango, some watermelon and my RPG. Thank you very much. You know? <laughs> so there was that. And, um, but what happened was, so they were arrested, but they were released a few hours later. Again, I'm not saying, but possibly some money changed hands. And mm. then he was like, everything was cool. And he's like, no, it's all good. I'm not entirely sure where he is right now in the world. I think somewhere in the USA. Okay. Um, in managing to evade all the stuff because there's never been a follow up to that whole murdered guy in Belize. There was never anything followed up on that. That'll be a mystery for the end of time. One of the things he has done is he has tried to run for president of the USA on a, what's called a pro cryptocurrency platform. Okay. So he's, 
and I mean, I don't, I, I don't mean to say that all people into crypto are crazy, but some people into crypto are crazy. <laughs> They are Uh when he's making his own cryptocurrency is what I'm saying. Like, and he's actually made it's not like a virtual currency. He's actually printed out what look like banknotes, kind of thing. Isn't that illegal? I think he can do what he wants. Hey, oh, fair enough. (laughs) Especially in the crypto world, he can do what he wants. Sure. So, there's a couple of tweets about his his uh, presidency thing. I think he's he ran. He wanted to run in 2016. Well, for the 2016 elections. Sure. And then people were like, are you nuts? Like how you're never going to be president. And his response to that was, don't think that I have a chance of winning. I do not. But what truly changes America is not the president, but the process of creating one. Mm. If my following is sufficient, I get to stand on the world's largest stage and talk to everyone as I did last time to tell the truth. Gracious. Mm -hmm. This guy. No, so he's, he's there, interesting, okay? right? I'm not on Twitter a lot, but when I am, I look at this guy's tweets because <laughs> he's interesting. He's an interesting guy. I'm looking at a story uh, about him and his wife. So you guys must take out her picture, hey? And his oh, and he's mixing the paint. Yeah, mm. yeah. And apparently, she's um, beautiful. He paid her in uh, a brick of five dollar bills that he was loaned to uh, that was loaned to him by a friend. Hired her for the night. Uh, a day after picking her up in Miami Beach Cafe. And I think two days later, they were married. Yeah. Hmm. True love, man. You, when you know it, you know it, right? And they're still, they're still together. together you know? That was in 2012 yeah. or 2013. The 20, yeah, 20, 2012, yeah. Plus, there's no ways he can catch anything from her because he's got the McAfee antivirus. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's a good one. Good one. So just one more tweet that he, about the whole presidential run before we move on to the actual current story about mm-hmm. him. Because you needed the context to understand where he's coming from. No, but Dory, before you do that, sorry. Mm. Um, it's not that unrealistic that he could become president. Um, a guy who got famous no, for no, You're no. Fired is now the president on a reality show. True. So mm-hmm. go on. True. Good, good point, you know. So then um, this tweet was from uh, 2018. In spite of past refusals, I've decided to again run for POTUS in 2020. If asked again by the Libertarian Party, I will run with them. If not, I will create my own party. I believe this will best serve the crypto community by providing the ultimate campaign platform for us. Incredible. Okay, so like this is what we're dealing with, right? Incredible. So maybe a completely sane person who knows a lot of stuff that we don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so he... <laughs> let me just get... So a couple of days ago, I just happened to see this tweet and it was it became a rather long thread and I just could not stop reading and it was fascinating. This was John's tweet on... I think it was the 31st of December, so just before New Year's. The Chinese government has created a revolutionary drug called DY-XJU. It has absolutely zero effects on psychology, sorry, on, it has absolutely zero effects on physiology or consciousness. People behave normally. It has zero side effects, except one. Once ingested, the urge to re-ingest approximately 24 hours later becomes extreme. But that just sounds like food. I, I, every 24 hours, <laughs> wow, I, I want to eat food. Like, okay. Okay. Anyway. Wait, there's more. Let's, let's carry on the thread and then I'll give you some of the responses, right? For those, so this is his follow-up tweet. For those who ask, what's the point? Imagine a government that could control the population using drugs being done before without having to deal with the side effects or changes in society brought on by the drugs. That drug would be the most valuable substance on earth. Hmm. Okay. All right. I mean, he, it, 
Maybe he's got a point. Who knows, right? Yeah, food already exists. Uh, every 24 hours, I, I want to eat a meal. So then somebody points <laughs> out to him. So remember, this drug is called DYXJU. Okay. Mm-hmm. So somebody replies and says, did you notice that if you lay DYXJ over a QWERTY keyboard and shift right one key, it spells fuck. F-U-C-K, <laughs> basically. <Yeah>. So <laughs> you're already thinking, ah, now they've got him. He sure. replies to that. He replies to most tweets. He's very, very active on the Twitter. I'm so tempted to tweet him just out of curiosity. You've got to do it. I've got to think what. But anyway, so his reply to that was, of course, the full name of the drug, shifted right one key, is fuck you. An accident? I think not. The Chinese are coming soon. Eat no Chinese food. No fortune cookies. No Tsing Tao beer. And no cunnilingus with Chinese women. At this point, you're thinking, mm, okay. Oh, that's too much. Then, no cunnilingus. Then somebody else replies to him <laughs> on the thread later on. Somebody says, I cannot believe everyone here is so gullible as to believe this. He replies, you do not, as you wish. And don't be a peasant and ask for a link. If a link existed, the information would have zero value. Links are for the sheep. Do some fucking research. <laughs> Sorry, you've made my year. John McAfee. No, but I mean, that, when you get the conspiracy theories, they are either saying sheep or sheeple. When they say sheep or sheeple, you know you're dealing with a real conspiracy theorist here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then this, this, is, this is the last one of the thread that was my favorite. Somebody replies to him going, source, question mark, as in like, yeah, you know, yeah. like where did you hear this kind of thing? Because yeah. he's not giving a link. Of course not. Because guys, the Cause link does not exist. Yeah, yeah, he's done the research. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he replies... It is common knowledge, at least as reported by the press, that I own multiple experimental chemical labs in southern mm. China. If anyone would know, it would be me. Of course. Mm. Is that like a Trump vibe or what? No, yeah. he's hectic. He's got such yeah. a Trump vibe in that tweet. <laughs> he is hectic. <laughs> How funny. No, mental. Mental. <laughs> to think no, this guy... Got- he's not okay. It's wild. <laughs> That is incredible. So, guys, if you want some entertainment in your life, follow, follow John McAfee on Twitter. Account, yeah. <laughs> uh, John Mac- McAfee. And just, I mean, just do some Googling and, like, just get his whole story because it's something. You know, they could not, research, they could, a know? writer could not make this up. You couldn't have written this as a fiction story. I think we should avoid the links and do some research. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. be sheeple, people. Yeah. No, get into it. Get, get into the minutia, as they say. Pat McAfee. <laughs> and watch out for that Chinese uh, kind of link. Yeah. <laughs> To all Chinese women, if any of you become my wife in the future due to John McAfee, I cannot perform any kind of lingus with you. That's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. Dory, you've made my year. So according to the most reliable thing in the world, which always has empirically researched sort of data here called Wikipedia, Mm -hmm. it's never been wrong, uh, McAfee lives with his wife, Janice Dyson, uh, in Lexington, Tennessee. Maybe. uh, Maybe that's where it is. Oh, they should add maybe. Well... Look, Dory, Wikipedia, as I said, is the most reliable, most yes. researched thing on earth. It's never been wrong. It's on the internet, the most trusted thing ever. Mm-hmm. And it says they are in Lexington. The, uh, unbelievable. I want to know whatever happened to the natural antibiotics that he was making. Dory, <laughs> this is, so I, I know how I'm spending my weekend. I'm going to be digging into the life of John McAfee. <laughs> Thanks for that, Dory. That was You're welcome. Phenomenal. Story time is over for it's today. Story time <laughs> is over. Go, you can uh, wake the kids up now and get, uh, get them some cornflakes. Do people still eat cornflakes? I do. Yeah. Great. So does Pinky. We always, we always bump into each other at the shops buying cornflakes. Mm. Corn, like real cornflakes, eh? Yep. The Jeez. original. They still the exist. original. What do you know? John McAfee and cornflakes. The only thing mm. that's real this weekend. And uh, yeah, Dory, that's huge. Yeah. 
You've actually blown my mind. Awesome. Yeah. That's what I'm here to do. Phenomenal. <laughs> so should we play some Would You Rather? We played it yesterday and I had yeah. a good time. Yeah. Let's do a little bit of that. We've got about 15 minutes left with, uh, with everybody. Cool. So go ahead, Dory. Should I give you the first yeah, one? Yeah, you go. We're gonna, we're gonna, Dory's going to play and we'll, we'll just uh, fire off responses. Okay. So <laughs> in relation to what we were talking about earlier with our wonderful singing voices, mm-hmm. would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing along to any song you heard? Oh, that's a good one. Dance. I mean, I don't, think, I don't think either of these are that bad, to be quite Bilelo. honest. You can't think about it. No, sure. <laughs> I'm ready to fire. Uh, yeah. Sing, for sure. Okay. You want to sing, know, hey? Really? Look, how, yeah, look how tiring dancing is. With that voice. It depends on where you are. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just selfish, eh? I've only got two options. I think if you've got no shame, you can just yeah. uh, sing no. along. I mean, you'd have to have no shame for either, no, really. No, because it's painful for you. Dancing's painful for me. Imagine every song my legs are. Anyway, okay. sing. All right, cool. Next one. Would you rather give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven? Oven. I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather give up the, I'd rather the give cooked up. Stuff. You'd no, rather no, no. Give... I'd rather give up the other thing. I need to keep uh. the oven food. Yeah. So you keep in the oven, you're giving up all drinks. Water. You're just going to drink water for the rest that's of your life. A, yeah, yeah. See, that's easy for you because you don't drink. I don't. Yeah. That's true. And you don't drink like cold drink and stuff like that. I don't so mind it, but one. I can give it up. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Thank you. Oh man, it's a tough one, eh? Yeah, it's a tough one because like I'm I looked at it at first and I was like, ah, oh, definitely, I, I, it's cool. I can give up stuff cooked in an oven. I don't mind eating and cold you think or about raw food. All the great things like, that come I'll out never of it. be able to eat lasagna. No, Pinky, exactly. Pinky, quick fire. Would you? You, you got to decide now. Um, I'm giving up the water. <laughs> the water side. Ozzy. So you're just gonna no? So you're gonna rather what? You're just gonna drink water? No, no, no. Pinky no. no. oh. loves her single malt too much. So. Dory, what are the options again? I just know that you I'm You have to give up all drinks except for water or give up eating anything cooked in an oven. I'm giving up. Oh, so I'm having water then. You only can drink water. Okay, that's fine then. Because I keep the oven, right? Yeah. Food, yeah. That's but then fine. you can't drink alcohol, nothing again, eh? That's fine. Really? Wow. I think I've had my fair share. <laughs> ah, you've, you've, you've done it. Yeah, I've, over, I've overdone it. <laughs> cool. What's the next one, Dory? Okay. Listen carefully. Listen properly. Okay. Would you rather live until 200 but look 200 the whole time, mm-hmm. even though you are healthy? Yeah. Or look like you're 25 all the way until you die at 65? 25. 65 is a good age to die. No, I, I, I like the 200 thing because I'm not the best looking guy now. So it doesn't so You don't it, care it about your looks, you'd rather exactly. just live way long yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'd love to see what the next World War Three looks like. I'd love to see all of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 I think I'd go for that as well. No, 100%. No, I'm it, okay. I don't. 200 is way too long. I think I've had It would be cool to Garrett. look 25 when you're older. Exactly. Yeah, it would be really cool. I'd still do like, I'd do like modeling. I'd do this. <laughs> I'd live like my best life. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. So, so you'd like to be 25 until you die at 65. Look 25. Yeah. Yeah. As, as, I don't want to be 200 looking like I'm 200 already at like age 70. No. Wow. Have you guys seen how people were 200 look like? I haven't. I, so, so I, I did meet a, a, so I went on this, um, hiking trip in China. And you, there's still obviously people that live in, in the north, particularly in the mm. northern areas mm. that live to very, very long. unspeakable <laughs> ages. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I met I met a lady who was. It, it was said she was 130. I don't know if that was true or not. Yeah. But 130. So I found some pictures for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be living alone and like some. I live alone now. What do you mean? Wow, no, nobody wants so bad. No. <laughs> That's that actually doesn't look much worse than I look now. But you'll have lots of friends because you're going to have so many stories. So many stories. What? 
Dory, I'm, I live alone and don't have a girlfriend or I don't think anybody finds me attractive now. That wouldn't change anything. I get to live 200 like years. Mummy, no. <laughs> Imagine how rich I could get in that like second hundred years. I'd know mm. so much. I'd get mm. so rich. Oh, Just yeah. time to do stuff. Yeah. So tell us, sorry, continue your story. The 130 year old woman. No, no, no. Yeah. I was just saying I've seen what somebody like that looks like, and that's grim. Mm. But uh, Pinky's just shown me. Some people look bad in their sixties, you know. Some mm-hmm. people look uh, depends some, on the lifestyle. Uh, Dory, some people look bad in their thirties. Mm. I'm, I'm a living example. So, jeez, you're so hard on yourself. You've got to, uh, no, you know what? I'm realistic. Fishing for compliments. No, man. not that's at all. A, yeah, yeah. So, so, I never know how to respond to this. I'm like, so let me tell you, Dory. I'm not fishing for compliments. You, mm. you know, and, and this is something most people need to hear because their moms tell them that they're handsome and they're good looking. Mm. Girls, good look. There are standards now that we've established. I don't care who gets triggered. We pretty much established what good looking is and what good looking isn't. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not Idris Elba. I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. I've settled that in a competition with Idris Elba, the woman would kick me in the face into a river and it's no contest. Yeah, but you're also not Quasimodo. I'm not Quasimodo. I'm somewhere between Quasimodo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm not Quasimodo, but I'm, I'm not Idris Elba. I'm somewhere just... Uh, so a- anybody who wants to marry mediocrity, look for a guy like yeah. me. Yeah. So that's... Uh, <laughs> So that is phenomenal. Live till 200. I like that one. I like mm. that one, Dory. You've got about 10 minutes left, Dory. What else do you want to tell me? What, what else is going on? Well, didn't you ever would you rather for us? Uh, I, I kind of liked, well, what do we have? Do four. you give us yeah. two, right? I gave you four, I think. She I gave us know. four. Was it four? Yeah. Oh, wow. They went by so fast. Mm. And you? What did you have? So the one that I, I, wanna, I wanted to do, which, I, which is always my favorite one, is would you, I think I did it with you before, Dory, is mm. would you rather have hands on your feet, Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or feet on your hands, uh, other way around. On, yeah. So, so, so my hands and the foot. Yeah. No, no, no. Instead no, no, no. of. Yeah. Instead so you of. have four oh, okay. hands or four feet, yeah. basically. Four hands. Yeah. So, so would you rather have, you you had all hands or your hands or feet? are replaced by feet oh, or your feet okay. are replaced by hands? Yeah. Hands. Mm, me hands. Too. Yeah, I think hands make sense. Oh, because you can grip, grip stuff. Yeah, with with enough practice, I surely can grip. What about that lady with no arms who can drive with her feet? Have you ever seen that video? I actually mm. have a friend who has no, I think I showed you guys a video, you and Greg, has know. no arms yeah. and he drives. Yeah. I've and seen. he's into racing mm. and he's done quite well for himself. He uses his feet. He's a computer. I don't know what to call him, but he's, yeah, he's, he's done quite well for himself. I'd go for the feet mm. thing. Really? Yeah. Like doing a handstand all the time. Because you like running maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's true. Imagine I was yeah. going to be running like 600. But you can't. <laughs> But you can't pick things up with your feet very nah, that's, easily. That's like you true. can't hold things. But with enough practice, you'll be fine. Hey? Yeah, I suppose. Eh? Although you, you made a good point. Although I stick with the feet, but uh, of course, one of mankind's transitions from nature all those years ago, if you if you believe it, is something called the precision grip, which is very handy. Mm-hmm. And 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 for that, you need an opposable thumb. Yes. Which mm-hmm. most of our ancestry and cousins very which closely you'd related. You make your, your big toe very like dexterous and flexible yeah. and it mm. would be able to do things probably yeah no plus i could stick with my policy that binky's uh just said of uh, for 2020 kick people in the face mm. if you're bringing bad vibes kick you four times in the face i got mm-hmm. four feet mm-hmm. yeah no that's uh that's what i'm talking about anyway the um, second one that you had um oh am i still am i still giving you one last one give yeah, us one, one last, last one. one we have eight minutes left so i can squeeze in another one all right <laughs> Well, uh, maybe you can, uh, t- so I've already closed it here, but tell me what you guys are doing for the weekend and we'll do one last one. Um, I have zero plans, which is amazing. Hmm. Oh no, I lie. I don't have zero plans. I am actually seeing my friend who is visiting here from Edinburgh. Remember the one who was in the traffic stop with oh. me? If you didn't listen yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little interaction with JMPD over the holiday festive season. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm actually seeing him tomorrow. 
But other than that, very little plans. I want to do very little this weekend. I will, of course, go to gym mm-hmm. before you, you before you nag me. Yes, I will I... go to gym. Yeah. But other than that, I just want to chill, watch more series, mm-hmm. read. Oh, I'm reading a really interesting book. Mm. Yeah. So get yes. get back into my book. Fiction, non-fiction. Fiction. I prefer fiction generally, but it depends. I like memoirs by people I know. I enjoy that. But, um, yeah, it's a fiction book. It's uh, by Kate Atkinson. It's called Life After Life. I've okay. just, just started it, but so far, very intriguing. Very interesting. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Um, on, what am I doing? So, I have some things to catch up on. There's an email I have to send to, to my gym. Ah, so Pinky's fighting. Pinky, Pinky loves the fight. You, you want, you looking, want a lawyer on your side when you're it. fighting. Um, so, when I signed up for gym, the cancellation, well, one of the agents that signed me up said that the cancellation would be four months because I've um, signed up for two years, right? Yeah. And he said that during that four-month period, I will be allowed access to the gym. He said that. And now when I'm trying to cancel, they're like, no, you only have 20 days. But what does the paperwork say, Pinky? Yeah, there is no paperwork, mm. funny enough. There is no paperwork, so that's another loophole. But anyway, I don't want to give his away word too against much. Yours. Maybe they're listening. Oh, no, no, there's uh, recordings, remember? They record every, every... Oh, was this on the phone? Yep. Ah. Yep. And I spoke to him again recently just to confirm what the initial recording and he said now you the see, same yeah. thing. But you see, if they had any sense, they would just like make you happy. Yeah, it's not because worth it. I what, mean, why do you want to drag It makes no difference exactly. to them. Exactly. You're paying anyway. Yeah. Just let you go. Exactly. So that's the first thing I'm doing. And then on Saturday, I'm going to Vids. There's like a race happening. So I'm supporting a couple of friends. No, I'm not running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just, just to running. clarify. Yeah, no, I'm a good supporter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm a great supporter. But the running part, look, last year I tried to do like a four kilometer. Yeah. And I almost died. <laughs> yeah. I almost, but the pictures look amazing. You'd think, oh, she's so athletic. And, yeah. Oh, no, it was terrible. So no, it's not for me. So yeah, that's about it, hey? That's a cool weekend. What about yeah. you? This weekend, um, so as I said, I've been sick for the last year. I mean, year. Yeah. Last Jeez. week. I was yeah. over the last week. And then I got this, uh, I got to sort this situation nerve. out in, in my yeah. But yeah, you need I, to get a needle stuck in your arm this, this weekend. That's going to happen. Sounds pretty bad, but yeah. it's, you, you know what I mean. So I also called a friend of mine who's a pharmacist and she's, uh, hopefully going to bring me like industrial level strength, uh, drugs. Dude, just find a Cairo. Trust yeah. me on this. Um, I'm going to yeah. call, I'm going to call my Cairo for you after the show. We'll see if he's around. Do you know why I hate Kairos? Uh, I, I used to have one as a roommate. I, I don't really hate them. They, they've changed my life, mm-hmm. but it's, I know they're going to give me the bad news. And if you know anybody who runs, the worst thing you want to do mm. is avoid any news the way somebody's going to tell you you can't run. Because I know in reality I should probably stop, but I want to train this weekend. Yeah, but this is about your arm. Let's just like focus on the arm. Don't no, worry no, but about that's, the... no, like literally, but sorry, if I bend my arm, mm. then the tweak comes in the elbow. So you, when you're running. Oh, so you mean that the injury's from running? No, I'm saying if, the, if I go to the Cairo, he's going to say, oh, yeah, listen, this whole thing, you've got to give it like three days. Oh, no, go, I but I mean, that's just a three-day break. So surely you can do that. You need to know more runners. Uh, one day off running as a runner is torture. Wait, do you run every day? Even I, when you're yeah. sick? No, oh, no, I try, I try no, to run every day. But you shouldn't do it when you're sick. Day. Yeah, no, I tried. I'm completely obsessed. Yeah. I don't do anything else. I was WhatsApping you on New Year's Eve at what yeah, time? At 1 a.m. Yeah, though, there we go. Mm. There we go. Let's, uh, before we go, um, Pinky judging me that, that hard there. I've got, uh, so we'll, we'll have one more would you rather before we send everybody home for the weekend. And yeah. I, oh, I love this one. It wasn't the one I was going to do, but it was on the list of the ones I had. Yeah. Would you rather wrestle a bear or an alligator? I think that's a great question. Or crocodile. Alligator. Oh, alligator. Yeah, I think the alligator. Wow. I think. Why the bear's just going to be way too strong. Yeah, flip. But with an alligator, I'm already thinking I'm going to climb on top of it. Yeah. 
and just hold on to it. You just what you just got to get your arms around its jaw and hold them hold the jaw closed. With a bear, <laughs> you're dealing arms. with the claws and the teeth and the bulk of it, and so yeah. yeah. And then I think I'll take my chances with the alligator yeah. as well. Do you know what? I'd rather wrestle the bear because that death is probably going to be quicker. You know, alligators and crocodiles. Mm. Once they got you, you're in the water, and there's something they do called the death roll. Drowning is my nightmare, Dory. That like that's yeah. my biggest nightmare. Dying because drowning's slow. Yeah, and torturous. The, the bear, one slap, you're an ex-human being. You no longer live. Wow, still, that's quite I'm bleak. Still sticking to the we're, me and Pinky, we're actually trying to survive. We're not trying to get a quick yeah. death here. We're trying and to I'm survive. I'm pretty confident. Like, bring one right now. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> wow, that's confidence. I'm telling you, Pinky would probably take it down and make it a pair, a oh, pair of shoes out of it. I'm <laughs> ready for it. A handbag. Hey, turn the skin into a handbag. And you could walk around like, yeah. I defeated this. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Pinky says, bring it on now. I'm going that route, yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we got any uh, any messages before we go. Oh, how about that? I've got uh, there's a woman who shares a surname with me. She sent a message. Is that your mom? It's my <laughs> it's my sister. Oh. She says uh, the Sangoma sounds like a yogi dietitian. All right, well, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're enjoying Germany. So she's in Germany with her loved one or Austria, wherever. And yeah, I think that is it saying, oh, good show, guys. Sorry, Dorian Pinky, a compliment for you from Oki Stain. Oh, thank you, Oki. Oki, that's the way we want to start our weekend. Well, to everybody out there, guys, it it has been the takeover. It's been an absolute pleasure, ladies. Mm -hmm. I've had so much fun. Both of you guys are just phenomenal. I get to to work with cool people. So that's it for the weekend, guys. And I hope everybody has a good one. I hope uh, John McAfee doesn't come into your life. (laughs) I hope if you Or maybe he should. Maybe 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 you need him. Oh, and um, Gareth and C and them are back on Monday. That's yeah, it. The team so, is back Yay. on Monday. For those guys who are going, who is this annoying guy hosting the show? We want the real deal back. He's back on Monday. Mm. Looking forward to, to having Gareth back. I'm sure he's had a, he's had a great break. Other than that, guys, have a, have a great weekend. Have yeah. a great weekend. Be loved, be healthy, and have a good one. Go down, go down, go down.